Ooh, welcome everyone to another hashtag SSS pod. Suplexes, scores, and save points. And today, as you can see, if you're watching, we are talking the 2020 WWE draft. Um, that's going to basically be the main focal point of this show. Uh, we will discuss the week that did happen in wrestling. Uh, we pushed this back because uh, we wanted to d discuss the entire draft all in one video instead of splitting it up. Uh, I am Ryan, and as always, I am being joined by my co-host, Nathan. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> so, we, as, as I said, we are going to be discussing the draft. We're going to be giving our reactions. We'll be going pick by pick. And we'll be talking about everything draft. Uh, we're going to kick it off with that. A little bit different than a normal podcast where we go, you know, in order of the shows. But we decided the draft was kind of a big thing. And uh, we wanted to just uh, start off with this and talk about everything that happened. Because there's a lot to talk about. Uh, <laughs> uh, this, was, this was something. So, obviously, the draft started on SmackDown. Uh, was day one. It kind of was weird to do it that way, but I, I understood why. I guess they didn't want like a four-day gap between draft days, I guess. Um, yeah, I, makes sense, I, I, I still said this, if they're going to do a draft every year, it needs to just be a freaking network special every year. Um, yeah. But what? What's the point of having the network if you ain't going to use it? Yeah. Um, so the draft worked as usually every other draft works. Uh, and for every two picks SmackDown gets, Raw receives three. That would be the round one would be all five of those picks. Each round is five picks. Um, we'll go round by one. and We'll talk about each round, I guess, in order as we talk about it. So round one of SmackDown. There's one thing I don't get. And Raw, I don't understand it. I, like... Raw gets the number one overall pick, like, both nights. Yeah. And I don't understand how that's, in kayfabe reasons, fair. I know they're three hours, but how is it determined that they yeah. get the first pick every single round every time? It it, does, it just blows my mind. Yeah, it's pretty messed, pretty messed up. <laughs> it's... I it didn't make sense to me. So, with the first overall pick, it was Raw, and of course they took WWE champion Drew McIntyre. Uh, no, no surprise they're going to take their champion. Um, and I, I didn't expect too many people to switch brands here. Obviously, honestly, I kind of didn't expect. Ah, but they, but they did, but they did. They did switch a lot. Uh, but the champion, I didn't expect many of the champions. We'll get into that later. Uh, the second pick was SmackDown, and they took Universal Champion Roman Reigns. Again, no-brainer. Uh, with the third pick of the first round, uh, Smack Raw took Asuka, the Raw Women's Champion. Again, no-brainer. Uh, SmackDown took Seth Rollins, which was a pretty big one, uh, poaching Seth Rollins from Raw to go to SmackDown. And I, at this time, I was like, oh, maybe that story wanted to win. But we will get to that a little bit later. And with the final pick of the first round, Raw took the Hurt Business, all four of them. So they've got four for the price you know, of one. What a load of shit that was. Yeah. 
Grov took four people. I mean, it's just kind of – that first round, really no surprises other than Seth Rollins. I was surprised that the Hurt business went that high, but I guess it is four people, so it kind of makes sense to take Tim high. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, still don't, I still don't get it. I don't know how Raw can get two picks, but – or how they get the first pick every single time. And I don't know how they determine – like. I know this is fake. I get it. I know it's it's wrestling, but how do they determine the? I I, I just don't get it. Like, how, I don't know. I don't know how, how how when they put supposedly the executives put their picks in, and how do they know what the other team? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. None of this draft makes sense. <laughs> if you're looking at it from like a realistic like sports standpoint, like if you're looking at it as this is real. This makes no sense at all. This draft no. makes no sense. The orders and the rules are ridiculous. There's no rhyme or reason for like them picking people or for like it. And it's only certain people's eligible for certain days. And it's just all over the place. Uh, that was stupid. Uh, all right, what's the next five? Let's just, let's just roll through them here. So the next five, Raw again. Of course, had the first pick. They took AJ Styles. So AJ once again gets drafted. I am pretty sure he's been drafted every single draft. I'm pretty sure he's moved back and forth every year. Uh, SmackDown keeps Sasha Banks around. Uh, Naomi went from SmackDown to Raw. Really surprising. So, to see Naomi go that high. Available uh, on this draft. Uh, what? Was Bailey not available? Yeah, she was not available. Oh, she was not available. Okay. Yeah, okay. So that's why people were confused. Um, and then the last, and then SmackDown took Bianca Belair. So I think SmackDown won that between Naomi and Bianca. I think uh, SmackDown won that swap. And then Raw took the SmackDown women's or the women's tag team champions Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. So again, Raw gets two for the price of one. Uh. Right now, SmackDown's being like it, it, their picks are stupid. Uh, but anyway, yeah. um, round three, you had the first pick of round three be Ricochet staying on Raw. Uh, Jay Uso stays on SmackDown. Mandy Rose stays on Raw because that would have been absolutely idiotic to move her back to SmackDown. And, yeah. and then you had Ray and Dominic go from Raw to SmackDown. And then Miz and Morrison go from SmackDown to Raw. So, not only did SmackDown take Seth Rollins, they also took Ray and Dominic. So, that tag, so that storyline can just keep on rolling. It can keep on going for forever. Yeah. We're just going to continue it for as long as we can. <laughs> so stupid. And then they only had four rounds on SmackDown. Round four was The New Day, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods, who had just won the tag team titles. SmackDown tag team titles were drafted to Raw while Big E was drafted to SmackDown. I don't understand the logic of that. Why would Raw just say, hey, we don't want all three. We just want Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. It wouldn't – see, this was dumb. They should have switched the order. Since the, hurt, since, the hurt, since the hurt business did it, why, why couldn't the new – they, they should have switched the order, had SmackDown go first and say, we want just Big E because we see – Big things in his future. I can see that. But if Raw has the first pick, 
Why the hell would they not take all three of them? It, it's stupid. Or, why wouldn't you take? Why wouldn't anybody take all three of them? If you can take a whole faction, why yeah, would you take the whole faction? It doesn't make sense to me. Anyway, to round this out, Dana Brooks stayed on Raw. Otis stayed on SmackDown. Angel Garza stayed on Raw. No changes there. So the big shock of the night was obviously the New Day, I guess, splitting up, even though they didn't break up. It's They're just on two different shows now. Uh, the SmackDown yeah. Tag Team Championships go to Raw. Uh, yeah. the, the only the big match that really happened on this show was Big E and Sheamus in a nasty no-disqualification match. Uh, I mean, they beat the crap out of each other. That match was fantastic. Yeah, it was, uh, it was great. I loved every minute of that match. Um, Sasha and Bailey also had a match and it ended in, in a disqualification, which is leading to them at Hell in a Cell. But yeah, Sheamus and Big E was brutal. It was great. And it showed Big E does have the capability of being a single star. And which I said, it made sense for like SmackDown to be like, we really want him. But why would not Raw? Why wouldn't Raw want him? It doesn't, he's proven he can be a single star. So Raw's like, ah, we don't want him. Well, SmackDown made him yeah, a deal. Maybe SmackDown made him a deal. I'm like, yo, we want Big E. You can take the other two, but give us Big E. I, I don't know. Yeah, it was stupid. Uh, that was the only two matches that were worth anything on that show. Um, on Talking Smack on the next night, they announced one more. Oh, rant. wait. Wait. We got Before you get to that, Lars Sullivan came back on SmackDown. Let's yeah, big, big old Lars came out and attacked – uh, Hardy and Riddle and Miz and Morrison too. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was okay seeing him back, but he's once again in trouble again, so yeah. I don't get it. Alright, I don't either. He's an idiot. Alright, so what are the next picks that were announced on Talking Smack? So they had the fifth round on Talking Smack. Uh, the first pick was Humberto Carrillo staying on Raw. Even in the supplemental draft, Raw gets the first pick. Uh, Sumberto <laughs> stays on Raw. Murphy also goes to SmackDown. So they took the entire storyline and moved it to SmackDown. They were like, you know, we're just moving all of you over. Uh, Drew Gulak, who's yeah. listed as a SmackDown superstar, but has been wrestling on Raw lately, is officially now, I guess, on Raw. And uh, Kalisto, not the entire Lucha House party, but SmackDown was like, no, we don't want numbers. We want one of you, one of you. Kalisto by himself was drafted to SmackDown, and Raw took Tucker. But they break up Heavy Machinery, which, again, why wouldn't SmackDown just take them both? It's, you, have the, you can take them both, even if you see nothing in Tucker. It's like, ah, might as well. Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> the, 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 they should have made some – they should have made some reasons of why, you know, they should have had some better logic on this. Stuff. Like, they should have had at least someone representing the, the networks or something to explain why the hell they didn't just take all three members of it New Day. Or why they just took Odin. Yeah. Why they just took Kalisto. Like, it... it yeah, so, uh, anyway, let's, let's, let's get to Raw so then I can uh, give my overall view of this draft because... Whew, so, night one of Raw, or night two, basically, the first round, uh, The Fiend was the number one pick for this round. 
Uh, he went from SmackDown to Raw. Like I said, Raw event again gets the first pick again. Uh, Bailey goes from Sm- stays on SmackDown again. Though, if you were Raw, why would you not take Bailey and have both women championships on your show? Just yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't make sense. They should have. They should, they should have SmackDown go first on that. Yeah, they should have. It, this order makes no sense. Anyway, Randy Orton stays on Raw. The Street Profits go from Raw and SmackDown, so they just flip flop tag teams. And Charlotte. Yeah, in now. That's it. Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte. Yeah. Which is random. Why she? Why? Apparently, she's either coming back or something. Because why would they have her in the draft pool? Yeah, so the, here, a lot of the other a lot of the other people weren't in the yeah, draft pool. But they didn't anyway. have guys like Mojo Rawley or guys. But yeah, they didn't have guys like Mojo Rawley and guys like that who were, you know, inactive, haven't been on the show in a while in the draft pool. But Charlotte was, which made no sense to me. But, yeah, made no sense. Uh, but anyway, since you talked about the tag team champions, uh, so the Raw tag team champions with the SmackDown, the SmackDown tag team champions with the Raw. And how did they solve this? They just swapped titles. They what did a, the a flip flop, slip slop, and they just gave the. So here's the thing now the Street Profits are technically now triple crown tag team champions, and they just were handed the SmackDown titles. Yeah. And the New Day are now eight time or seven time, whatever the hell, tag team champions, because they were just handed another run. So their SmackDown title run was a three day run. They held that, the that was, three that, days. That was the dumbest thing I have ever seen. It it's ridiculous. It made no sense. It was the worst way to do it. I hate it when they just hand people championships. You could have been like, you gotta put them up. I know they said the championships go with them, so it's like championships go with them. They're just SmackDown champions on our all. Yeah, it was stupid. It just and that's the problem when you have colored. And you have belts that are named SmackDown and Raw. Because yeah. this shit happens and they're like, oh, we don't have an out. Ah, flip flop them. It, it, you, <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculous. Could you imagine if the Universal title went back to Raw and they would have had to repaint it red again? Oh, no. So stupid. So, yeah, that was the dumbest thing they did on the show. Um, there was a lot on this draft, but that was probably the worst. So, round two. Raw, again, gets the first pick. They took Braun Strowman, so Strowman once again gets moved as well. I'm pretty sure he's been drafted every single year to the new show, too. Uh, Daniel Bryan was drafted by SmackDown, a guy who hasn't wrestled in about three months. Gets drafted above, I don't know, guys like Keith Lee, Sami Zayn, Cesaro. Yeah. Or this guy, Matt Riddle, who's on your show every week, goes to Raw. Because, you know, SmackDown would rather take a guy who's not on the show than a guy that is on the show every freaking week. <laughs> SmackDown didn't get Kevin Owens, so that's good. And then Jeff Hardy also went to Raw. So the Riddle-Hardy, you know, tag team can continue, I guess. Uh, then Lars Sullivan attacked them again for no reason. Uh, Matt Riddle and Jeff Hardy wrestled at some point on the show. And then uh, Matt Rid- Lars Sullivan attacked them and then He's he's attacked Miz, Morrison, Hardy, and Riddle, and they're all on Raw, and he goes to SmackDown in this draft. So, <laughs> and like it just doesn't. None of this made sense. 
nothing. This is like the worst <laughs> I have ever seen WWE. I don't know what the fuck was going on when they wrote I mean, these shows. I don't know if Vince Man was just making picks left and right and then figuring out what was going to happen later. I don't. I don't know. I remember like when they did the first the, the 2016 draft or whatever when they finally redid it and they mixed it. I remember that being a cluster hell. It was cluster hells because there was like a pay per view like the next Sunday, and yeah. they did all which is hell in a cell was in two weeks. So it was basically the same thing this time, but they had like a pay per view right after the draft and it screwed everything up. And there were but this is absolutely chaotic. Everything that happened on this. Yeah. Uh, so the third round started off with Retribution being drafted number one. So again, oh, Raw gets a five person staple. <laughs> Two stables in WWE, and they both go to Raw. Raw's just been cleaning up on this. I know they have the longer show, but Jesus. Any like, any any NXT, NXT call-ups need to go to SmackDown. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So, like I said, the the second pick of the third round was Lars Sullivan going to SmackDown. Keith Lee goes to Raw. He stays on Raw. Uh, King Corbin stays on SmackDown, and Alexa Bliss went from SmackDown to Raw. It's the only shocking one. Everything else on that round was all just everybody staying where they were, essentially. So, uh, Alexa also debuted on this show, came back, was Elias came back on this show. He attacked Jeff Hardy. So, Jeff Hardy's just been attacked, like, every single week. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, he's like the punching bag. uh, And I mentioned that because Elias went number one overall in the fourth round. He went back to Raw. Uh, so he's no longer on SmackDown. It took till round four for the Intercontinental Champion to be drafted. That is outrageous. Yeah. Shows how much they they see in Sami Zayn. But Sami Zayn was drafted the second pick of this fourth round. The Intercontinental Championship stays on SmackDown. I mean, Raw could have took him at any point and been like, "Hey, we got both mid card titles now." I know. Again, does not make sense. After Sami Zayn, it was Lacey Evans going from SmackDown to Raw. Uh, SmackDown took Cesaro and Shinsuke as a team. And Sheamus goes from SmackDown to Raw. Uh, Raw's been cleaning up on this draft. Uh, SmackDown's been losing a bunch. Mm, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, fifth round was Nikki Cross going from SmackDown to Raw. I kind of figured she'd stay on SmackDown to keep her away from Alexa. But no, let's just put her over there with her again. They just don't know how to end storylines. Like, these things are just going to keep going. No. Uh, Ziggler no. and Rude go to SmackDown, uh, which is funny because they fought for the Raw Tag Team titles on the show and then ended up going to SmackDown. Because why not? Uh, R-Truth, uh. R-Truth stays on Raw. Apollo goes from Raw to SmackDown. Uh, and Dabo Kato was drafted to Raw. The over guys like... Andrade. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get to him in a minute. Yeah. So let's do the last round. And then the last round was Titus O'Neil, for some reason, gets drafted to Raw. Why, that? Why was he in the draft pool? <laughs> I don't know. Carmella goes to Smack, stays on SmackDown. Peyton Royce gets drafted to Raw. Aleister Black goes to SmackDown. Again, that's a shame that Aleister Black went this late. That is a shame. Yeah. And Akira Tozawa goes to Raw. He was, was the all... last pick of SmackDown. Yeah, Alistair Black was picked 29. 29. Did Billy Kay get drafted? 
Uh, she got drafted in the supplemental. Actually, she did not get drafted. Uh, she got picked up in free agency, which I'll get to. Um, they did, after the show, they did one more round on Raw Talk. Lana uh, stayed on Raw. Natalia went to SmackDown. Riddick Moss on Raw. The Riot Squad went to SmackDown. And Arturo Rujas was drafted to Raw. Those Raw Underground picks, man, I tell you, right. they were just. Uh... Yeah. So when did Billy Kay get? When, so, when, when did this free agency thing happen? So the free agency were done, you know, throughout, every, after. So after uh, Friday, anyone in that draft pool that was not drafted could get signed. And then after Monday. So after SmackDown, uh, Shorty G was drafted, undrafted. He uh, went to SmackDown. The other two members of the Lucha House Party were drafted, were signed to Raw because, you know, SmackDown decided not to draft them and then decided not to even pick them up for whatever reason. <laughs> uh, Billy Kay went to SmackDown uh, after Raw. See, there's the thing that makes sense. Eric was stayed on Raw even though he's injured. Why was he even in the draft pool? He's injured. No, no, no. Eric's not the one injured. He did, he had surgery too. He oh. did he had a little bit of surgery, but he's injured too. I know Ivar's the one that had the serious injury, but Eric stays on Raw. Tamina stays on SmackDown, and Zelina Vega went to SmackDown as well because Aleister Black went there, which was kind of surprising. And Andrade was undrafted and unsigned yet. So as far as him we know, Andrade is, is not in on any brand. Him and Mickey James were the yeah. only two that were in a draft pool that did not get signed. Yeah, so there was a, some other people. Um, the Forgotten Sons, obviously, not included in either Mojo draft pools. Mojo, Bo Dallas, uh, Jimmy Uso, Jinder Mahal. They were all not in a draft pool. Uh, Mickey James and Andrade are the only two in a draft pool that were not. Becky Lynch wasn't in a draft pool. And Big Well, yeah. Uh, Big Show is listed as well, but he's not there either. Wow, Big Show Undertaker. Of everybody in the draft, yeah, everybody in the draft pool, Andrade and Mickey were the only two undrafted. Uh, There's still quite a few people who are unsigned, but we'll see what they do. Um, Yeah. So now we get to all picked up. Raw picked up 22 male wrestlers, not in tag teams, and then they also picked up five teams two of which are stables yeah so they got like 30 something male wrestlers smackdown got 15 singles male uh, male wrestlers and they got two tag teams <laughs> or three tag teams three tag teams yeah three tag teams well four dominic so yeah and okay, so on SmackDown, your top faces, Ryan. Yeah. Are, are Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Who has not wrestled in three months. Yep. Kevin Owens, which I like. That's a yep. good one. And then you have Rey Mysterio, who is old and does not need to be a top guy. Woo! And then you have Big E, which is okay. I guess I like he's going to be Biggie. a new top guy. That's, that's yep. cool. That's all right. I like it. But after that, you got Dominic Mysterio, 
you got Otis. Otis. The, and then you got the freaking Street Profits and Shorty G. And Kalisto. And Kalisto. Yep. And I think that's it. Uh, Those are your faces. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what the hell? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that is not looking good for the face of it. I'm just saying. I no. I mean, I but was. I, mean, cause I, I was like, "What the heck, man?" Because Raw took, Raw took, you know, they, they they took they took Strowman, they took Riddle, they took uh, Hardy. Uh, Hardy. I mean, what the hell? Yeah, I mean, heel side. They're hey, you, you forgot the biggest face of them all, Jey Uso. No, but yeah. Uh, but SmackDown, you know, with heels, they've got Roman, Seth. Uh, oh, and you had the Lucha House Party, my bad. No, they went to Raw. Oh, yeah, that's right. Never mind. You know, Luis knows the only one over there now. Uh, for fake, yeah, for right. heels, they've got Roman, Seth, uh, Murphy. Uh, Lars Sullivan, King Corbin, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and Shinsuke, Ziggler, and Rude. I guess they do have Apollo on SmackDown. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Apollo. Okay, he could be a uh, – I guess he could be a top guy. Alistair Black, that's it. But, that's he, but Alistair Black is technically a heel, so – and, and, and Owens is over – and Owens is over there, so I don't see them – him becoming a face if Owens is over there. So I, here's the it's, thing. It's You're yeah. going to have to have some NXT call-ups, and they're going to have to be some good guys because – yeah, but they don't have anybody. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> SmackDown is. I don't know. That is I wanted I, I, this whole draft. I knew it was going to be stupid. I knew it was going to be just felt like something that was rushed without a need for. Um, I, I didn't know it was going to be an actual draft. I thought it was going to be a shakeup. I really didn't think they were actually going to just everyone be eligible. If I thought it was just going to be, you know, oh, they're going to just switch people around. No, this was madness. This uh, was... Yeah, I, I wanted Keith Lee to go to SmackDown, honestly, but I understand why he, he should have. Because they have Big E over there, which is going to fill that role. But yeah, but the only thing I can see from the New Day thing is that this leads, and I've been saying this to myself. I haven't really said it, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm hot take right here. Big E is winning the Royal Rumble, and I think that's where they're heading. I'm hoping. I hope Vince doesn't lose faith, and I hope he doesn't change his mind because Big E was taken out of that fatal four-way, five-way match when Jey Uso won. I think that was done to keep him away from the title scene, keep him away from Roman for a while. But I'm, if that's where this leads, I'm okay with it. If it doesn't lead to Big E getting a world title, then this it was all for nothing. Yeah, agreed. There's no point in switching them if it doesn't mean Big E's getting to be the man, the face of the – which he still could have done with the New Day. He didn't have to break him up to make him the big star. Well, but, that's WWE for you. They, This isn't AEW, Ryan. They can't be in stables and singles at the same time. Kofi was. He was the rare exception. I think it's only because the New Day have so much pool. Well, then, if they have so much had. pool, yeah, like, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, I, they got hurt, have, Ryan. Do you know what happens when you get hurt? You lose your pool. 
the reaction that they had, I think, was legitimate. I really don't think they knew where they were going uh, because it, 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 they're good actors if they pulled that. Because I really – if it was like pick drafts in the past, no one knew exactly what they were, where they were going. They found out when we found out. Yeah. Uh, so – I, it was it was bizarre. My overall reaction was I did not like it. It was <laughs> it was all right. I mean, I was into it, and th- some of the people who got moved, I was into. I was into Seth until Ray and Dominic also left. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, I was into some of the people who got moved, but a lot of it was people just staying. Like they didn't move too many people to make you know. Well, like, you couldn't because if you move too many people, then you just have the same yeah. show you had. I mean, show. You got the fiend and brawn, which I think they should have kept separate. Uh, yeah. Riddle moving was okay. I knew he was going to move as soon as Seth went to SmackDown because apparently those two don't get along. Uh, but yeah, it was it was, eh. It could have just been a hey, we're just going to do some trades or something. It didn't need to be a whole spectacle. Yeah, no, like, it, it was it, ridiculous. This was not something that was worth doing, but uh, yeah, yeah. But that is all right. Let's. That's our Get thoughts on the Because we had some good stuff throughout the week. That was not complete <laughs> another chaos. <laughs> uh, yeah. So well, now we'll go kind of skim. Right back through. to Monday. We'll, we'll <laughs> skip through uh, the week that was and the week that, I guess, Monday yeah. just happened. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll kind of... You don't have to talk about Raw because Raw really didn't matter. Let's go ahead into ROH. So yeah, going to the Ring of Honor. We're still doing their uh, pure pure title tournament. tournament. I have to go back last week because they just had a show, so I have to like I gotta remember what what happened the week. Yes, last week is we're doing this. Yep. Um, so give me a second for that. But yeah, they're still doing their honor or their uh, pure tournament. Pure, pure, yeah, that thing. And <laughs> uh, two more tournament matches on this show. First one was the last of the last of the first round. Yes, Fred Yehi. Well, we did this one, didn't we? No. Fred Yehi versus Silas Young. Uh, so I was young as a guy who looks about 50, but he's actually not that old. It's kind of crazy. Uh, yeah. He, he looks like he's been in the wrestling for 70 years, but <laughs> um, Fred E. High does get the win with a roll up. And so Fred E. High moves on. Nah, this was, no, no, wait, wait, you're right. This was, this was like week one, right? This is what they're saying was for October. Oh, wait. Okay, so that was actually that was that was that was a long time ago. That was two weeks ago. So this yeah, because he got the upset win. This is the first round matches. Okay, so never mind. All right, all that out. So (laughs) ROH the pure tournament going on the tournament first round finals. We had Tracy Williams versus Rust Taylor. I have never heard of either of these people. Um, Tracy Williams. He uh, Tracy Williams is a good wrestler. He um is in a tag team with a uh, oh man, well I forgot what the other guy's name is. But he's in a tag team. But he's uh he's a really good wrestler. So 
I expected him to win this match. And yeah, he got in with a cross face. He wins. So Trey Taylor, Russ Taylor uh, taps out to Tracy Williams. Williams moves on to the second round. Uh, we had Haskins. Haskins. Oh, Drew Haskins. Um, the other match was Tony Deppin versus PJ Black, otherwise known as Justin Gabriel. Uh, Black and gets the win with a crucifix driver. So PJ Black moves into the second round as well. That was it. That was ROH. Uh, not a lot that happened. Uh, that was the only two uh, matches that happened on this that week, uh, which was last week. <laughs> so yeah, and I'd say that, that I'd say that that was probably the weakest of the matches that they've had. Yeah, this week was not. Uh, yeah, compared to the other weeks, this was uh, this matches didn't live up uh, to the other ones, but it was all right. You know, not every match is going to be, you know, amazing. Uh, right. So. But it should get better because second round, we're going to have some good matchups. So, yeah. So we will move on to Tuesday. Or if anything, actually, I don't think anything actually happened on Tuesday worth talking about. I mean, I have AEW Dark and. Well, Impact. I forget Impact. Got to talk about Impact. All right. Well, send it over to Nathan for the Impact report. <laughs> so on impact uh it, they they're building up their biggest show of the year bound, bound for glory and uh on this show they uh they finally made that tag team title match a fatal four-way match which i thought figured okay. that's what it was going to be all along they finally made it official yeah everybody was expecting that <laughs> yeah uh the X Division champion, uh, Raju, is now going to, be, going to be forced to defend his X Division title in a six-pack challenge. So that'll happen at Bound for Glory. Uh, Kylie Ray continued her feud for the championship with uh, Deanna Perrazzo, who tried to break her best friend's arm, uh, which is uh, young. What's her name? Sue Young. What, what does she go by when she's not uh, Sue Young? Susie. Susie. She tried to break Susie's arm. And so, or they said she did break her arm. So there you go. And so she went crazy and beat up Deanna Prazo. And then she felt bad about beating her up. So she's trying to loot, get, get that mean streak. But it's hard for her because she's such a nice girl. So there you go. Um, you had follow ball. Everybody's trying... Everybody's trying to steal this roll of money that Hernandez has for some reason. Uh, he Slater tried to steal it for his for his uh, ads that he was running, and then now Fala Boss steals it today this week to pay for Johnny Bravo's bachelor party. So there's that. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we had uh, what I was looking forward to the what I was looking forward to the most on this show was supposed to be the funeral for the TNA championship. And EC3 said he was going to burn it and all this stuff. Well, Moose wasn't even there. I don't know what happened with that. He didn't even show up. And then all we got was EC3 standing over a balcony in the middle of the woods. And he's like saying all kinds of, you know, saying like a eulogy or whatever for the impact title or the TNA title and all that. And then he just throws it into the woods. He didn't burn it. He just threw it into the woods. That's it. 
I was like, what was that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's that. Um, we had uh, apparently, apparently, Ken Shamrock's being is being hacked by Sammy Callahan. Somehow he's hacking his brain and turning him into the crazy Ken Shamrock. And that's why he beat up Eddie Edwards. And now we're going to have Eddie Edwards versus Ken Shamrock at Bound for Glory. So whippy. Um, and uh, Rick Swan was rehabilitating his injury. And while he was in the rehabilitation center, he got attacked by Eric Young in the rehabilitation center. So there's that. Building up that title match. And uh, I think that's about it for Impact. What a clusterfuck of a show that is. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Man, do they just let the wrestlers, like, book their own show? Like, is there, they're just like, yeah, you guys can do what you want. Like, good lord. I'm guessing, I'm guessing, uh, I'm not sure, but I'm guessing that uh, that wedding is going to happen at Bound for Glory. I don't know. You're going to put that on pay-per-view? God. I mean, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Sounds like that show is five stars. Uh, we're gonna move on to Wednesday. <laughs> we're gonna talk about NXT and AEW. We'll start with as we always do NXT, uh, just because it's the one I watch live. So the show started off with Tommaso Ciampa and Kushida. For the, for the record, I watched the other one live. So there you go. Uh, this show started off with Tommaso Ciampa and Kushida. Uh, this match was going to be a good one, but then Velveteen Dream gets involved. He tried to hit Kushida, but he hit Champa, and then Kushida went crazy and destroyed Velveteen. Uh, so that was kind of sh- shitty. Um, yeah, that was a dumb ending. We had the debut. We had Killian Dane and Drake Maverick versus Ever Rise. Ever Rise is my favorite tag team in the world. They did lose, uh, but they had great ass music. Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. Uh, it was fun. Uh, Drake was – they win the match uh, because Drake, Dane, Kelly, and Dane powerbombed him onto <laughs> a member of Ever Rise. Uh, they won the match. Uh, Maverick wanted to dance, but then uh, Dane hit him again. So they're winning, but they're, mm. they don't like each other. Just for the record, though, why – to go back to the previous match, why they, – they, they literally ended that – thought up they ended that feud – yeah. With, yeah, and then Dream yeah. attacks me. I, I don't get that. Yeah, it, it felt like that takeover, Kushida, like, put him away for good. But, uh, yeah, didn't make sense. But guess it's not over. Uh, Austin Theory beat off Leon Ruff and then uh, challenged a – did a uh, open challenge, and the returning Dexter Loomis uh, came out. And Loomis beat him with the Uranagi and then the – Choke, whatever. Then Cameron Grimes came out and attacked Loomis. So to the moon. Yeah, attacks left and right. Yeah, this show was just people beating each other up all night. Uh, and what was one of the uh, oof, bad match? Uh, Rich Holland and Andy Birch had a match. Um, Holland won the match, um, and, and then afterwards, Oni Working came out and Holland um, shattered his leg. Is all another way to put it. Uh, he was legitimately injured. He was uh, stretchered out. 
Um, I think I saw that he, he broke his leg in like three different three or four different places. Um, so yeah, it was ugly. Unfortunately, Holland will probably be out for a very very long time. Thoughts are with him. These UK people, man, UK wrestlers, they get pushes and then they get hurt. I mean, it it sucks. He was just getting pushed. He was just going to be a – I was starting to like him a lot, and then he goes and gets injured. And so our thoughts are with him. Hopefully, you know, he has a speedy recovery, but obviously for a leg injury, it's never speedy. You look at Ember Moon was out for, you know, over 18 months. So – uh, she Amber Moon did a promo during this night, and it led to a tag team main event of Rhea and her versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. But before that, Shotzi Blackheart uh, beat up Zia Lee because Shotzi's hosting Halloween Havoc, <laughs> uh, which will be in a couple weeks. They'll be doing an NXT Halloween Havoc because everyone hates when AEW does old WCW pay-per-views, so NXT is going to start doing it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's all just revive the past. And then the main event, Ember Moon and Rhea Ripley uh, defeated uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. This was a weak episode of NXT. I'm not going to lie. Uh, you had Finn Bauer injured. Uh, Kyle Riley's injured. Adam Cole's injured. Uh, he, he got uh, – it, it, was, it was kind of a weak show um, compared to a lot of their other shows. So – uh, right. Uh, it, it was nice. Ember back. I liked it. Uh, I like seeing Ember Moon back. She hit a good, hit a good uh, finisher. I mean, she got her. She hit it pretty good. She still does it, which I didn't know if she was going to or not. Um, just you know, I was I cringed when she did it. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, there were a couple moments, and I was like, yeah. Especially after Holland got injured, and I was like, oh crap. <laughs> we just I don't want to see two injuries tonight. <laughs> exactly. So we'll move on to what was probably the better show this week, AEW Dynamite. I mean, it's not probably it was the better show. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely was a better show. I, I we had three title matches on this thing. Yeah, I can't throw the three title matches. Um, we had a tag team title match with the the hybrid two getting the shot, which was <laughs> random because they have not been ranked very high at all. Um, they got the they had they got the this is probably the highest profile match they've had in AEW. Yeah. Um, and it was a it was a good match. It was, it was their kind of match, crazy madness, high flying, weird style. Um, but in the end, uh, Har Harwood and uh, uh, what's the other how's it, how, what's his other new his new it, name Cash Wheeler Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood. They ended up getting the win, um, so they keep their tag team titles. We had a FTW championship match, the first time I think this has been defended. On Dynamite. It was the first one time. Oh, okay. Well, on Dynamite, it's the first time it's been defended on people that actually get to see it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then they uh, – uh, he fought a guy that was just a jobber about three weeks ago. Yep, signed that. Brand and he has deal. a really cool backstory. He has a really cool backstory that they never, they never mentioned until now. And it was on commentary, and it was just like a throwaway line. And I'm like, wait a minute. So Will Hobbs, apparently, him and his brother were going to be a a manager wrestler duo, 
and his brother was going to be his manager when they were kids. And then apparently his brother got shot, uh, jumped in front of a bullet that was meant for Will Hobbs. So his brother dies. And so now every time he wrestles, it's for his brother. And I'm like, that's freaking cool. They should have talked about that. Whatever. But anyway, it was a decent match. Pretty good match for Will Hobbs. He, he showed what he's got. But in the end, Ryan Cage keeps his FTW championship. We had a weird, definitely unscripted promo by Kenny Omega because it went too long and it didn't make it. It was really weird and a lot of it was lies because <laughs> he said that he's won all these tournaments, but I'm pretty sure the only tournament he's ever won is the G1, but okay. And then he said he's going to win this tournament and then he's mentioned Cowboy, Cowboy's name about four or five different times for some reason. He just kept going on and on about it. So that shouldn't have happened at all. Kenny Omega, I don't know what happened to him, but he can't talk anymore all of a sudden. Uh, and then we had the dog collar match for the TNA, or TN, TNA, the TNT championship. This was a, uh, this was a, it was, it was a, it was brutal, bloody, brawling style match is what you expect from this kind of match. Uh, you had Greg the Hammer Valentine in the crowd, which is pretty cool because he's his most famous match is the dog collar match with Roddy Piper. Although with COVID right now, I don't know how cool that was to have him out in the crowd with no mask on. Yeah, you know. Um, and then uh, yeah, uh, it was a brawl. Cody bled a lot because he's now Ric Flair, and he bleeds in every match. Um, yeah. and then uh. But it, it, he shockingly picks up the win over Brody Lee and takes back the TNT title. Yeah, I was not not a fan of this. I didn't expect that. Uh, um, um, the match was good. I, I just was not a fan of this ending. Uh, it, I, yeah, I didn't really expect that. No. Uh, it, so now I'm wondering what's going to happen with Brody Lee. Is he going to start losing a lot, or are they just gonna? Or is this, or is he gonna like get a big win over somebody else, or what's gonna happen? I figure maybe he'll go into a thing with uh with Colt Cabana, maybe. But I don't know. Maybe it's kind of weird to have him. Kind of weird to have him lose like that. Yeah. Um, um, I didn't like then, it, but. Oh yeah, and then also this was the thirtieth thing. 30, 30 years of Jericho. Speaking of something I didn't like. <laughs> yeah. well, what was weird about this is, you know, he's most of his almost basically all of his career he's been in WWE or WCW. Yep. So it's kind of hard to have one of these things and show highlights and stuff yep. when all of his highlights are from a thing that you cannot show. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So they showed some Japan stuff, which he was not there very long. And then they showed AEW stuff, which it's like, okay, that just happened. Yeah. So that was kind of, yeah, not, not great. I like the celebrities that they had come yeah. on there, and that was okay. Um, but the everything else about it was kind of lame. And then they had the main event, which was including this match. Yeah, the main event, which was uh, supposed to be 
uh, 30 years in the making. I could have waited another 30 years for this. Um, <laughs> this because was it's not this, good. This was terrible. apparently him and Luther. I guess Luther was his first match back in the day. And so they had this tag team match. And Jake Hager needs to quit wrestling, apparently, because he's not good anymore. He's not good. Luther was about fell off the top rope at one point. And yeah, he was blown up. Jericho was blown up. Serpent Joe was just doing whatever. He's green still. So this was not, this was the main. I know this was the Jericho show, but damn, this should not have been a main event. Uh, this was the Cody match should have been main event. The only good part about it was at the end of it, you had um, MJF come out and they did their little thing where they acted like they were gonna fight each other. They gave him a poster of himself, MJF, and MJF smashed or Jericho smashed it over somebody's head and and all that. Wow. And that was a that was okay, but other than that, it was yeah, it was not good. See a lot of, and they did some stupid at credit roll where Jericho like basically said he you know oh produced by Jericho directed by Jericho it was whatever. Um, technically, this should have been the one year anniversary show. Uh, that's next week. They pushed the one year anniversary show to next week for Jericho's celebration. Uh, but next week they're actually going to be four title matches on AEW, which would be cool. All four titles are on the line, including the women's. It'll be Swole versus Sheeta. So next week's Dynamite will be good. This one, I, I like the show. I didn't like it as any as some of their other shows. Both these shows felt kind of down to me this week. You had, you know, you had good matches, but next week's gonna blow it away, obviously. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. But AEW was clearly the better show this week. I, I didn't wasn't a fan of some of the stuff they did, uh, but you know, it was all right. Yep. And then we got NXT UK. You want to talk about that? So NXT UK is continuing their Heritage Cup uh, tournament. Uh, plus, they're continuing Ilja and uh, Walter. They're going to have a match upcoming yeah. at some point. I still don't know exactly when. Yeah. Damn, my green screen is going off of shit right now. Jesus Christ. Um, anyway, so NXT UK started with a tag team match, women's tag team match. It was Zaya Brookside and Danny Luna versus Nina Samuels and Emily, um, um, Emily, I don't know how to, yeah, Emily. She was French. Yeah, uh, and it was surprisingly to see Zaya Brookside get the win because usually she don't win very often. But uh, her and Dano, Danny, Danny Luna get the win. What happened to Candy? Whatever. She's still there apparently because WWE trademarked her name, so she's still there. Candy floss. Candy floss. Yeah. Um, in in UK talk means cotton candy is her name. Okay. Uh, Saxton Huxley, who, you know, when they're used, used to be an NXT UK jobber, he's but now he's getting put. He lost to Walter on their first show back, and now he beat Jack Stars. Cool right. uh, jobber, though. Uh, <laughs> and a Heritage Cup opening round match. It was A-Kid and Flash Morgan Webster. Uh, this was really good. It's a good uh, match. They had a Poison Rana spot. 
Uh, and it was a kid who won two to one, nothing. Oh no, so Morgan Webster had a win. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he got a he got a. Yeah, he did get a win. It was round four. Um, Webster tapped out and submissions in the match. So a kid gets the win and moves on to the second round. Uh, Kaylee, I'm really liking this tournament. This tournament is fun. And it's really exciting. Uh, Kaylee Lay did a State of the Union address, and uh, I got me worried. It got me worried. I thought she was going to be another one that got injured and give up her title, and I was like, no, 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 no. Uh, it was uh, uh, chaos. Uh, <laughs> basically, the entire women came out, and uh, Aofi Valkyrie uh, was there, and Jenny. And just, yeah, it, it turned and it delved into chaos. It turned into, a brawl. it turned into a brawl, and and Kaylee Ray got into the brawls, which made me feel a lot better because that means she's not completely injured. So yeah. she don't yeah. have to give up her title from God. Yeah. So this was a pretty good show. This tournament is great. It, it's fantastic. Um, overall, NXT UK was a good show. It was really good, really good. The tournament matches are – I hope they it, – it's good. You got good tournaments going on in all of wrestling right now, so it's it's crazy. Oh, yeah. Okay, so then we can move on. Uh, let's go into – we already talked about SmackDown, so I guess we can go into 205 Live. Uh, what happened on that show, dude? It happened so long ago. I'm not going to lie. I missed 205 Live this week. I forgot about it. With all the draft stuff, I completely forgot. Yeah, that's, here, I'll pull it up real quick. I know so Jake Atlas wrestled. Uh, Jake Atlas defeated Aria Davari by disqualification. All right. Oh, by disqualification. Yeah, Tony News came out. And attacked him. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm, I'm assuming everyone has wrestled. Huh? I'm assuming Everrise no. probably wrestled. No, but oh, you know who did wrestle? It was the Brian Kendrick. As oh, okay. Brian Kendrick wrestled Ashanti the Adonis. Again. Again. These two already wrestled once, and they wrestled again. Uh, yes, and it was Adonis getting the win over. Holy crap, he finally won a match. Yep. He rolled him up after. Uh, he Kendrick walked in the captain's hook and he reversed out of it, rolled him up, and uh, got the win. So wow, he Adonis finally got his win. Adonis finally gets a win. Yes. All right. Now let's go into uh, good old New Japan Strong, which you like to talk about. Yes, my new it's it's becoming one of my uh, every week shows that I watch. Um, I just gotta find the results. I don't remember. I watch it. I don't remember exactly what happens because, you know. Well, you got that crazy uh, tournament going on with a bunch Lions, of guys that you don't know. Yeah, the Young Lions Cup, which is why I kind of forget about it because it's, you know, a bunch of people I don't A bunch of guys you don't know. Yeah, so I don't really remember what happens. And they, not only that, but a lot of them wrestle the same, so it, they all blend in together, honestly. So, this show is none, none of them have None of them have looks that stand yeah. out. You know. yeah, this this show started off with a six man tag as Fred Rozier, aka Darren Young, Adrian Quest, and Barrett Brown took on Mysteri, Mysterioso, Logan Regal, and Blake Christian. Uh, this was their typical six man tag. I don't 
like six multi-man matches. Uh, but Mysterioso, Logan Regal, and Blake Christian got the win uh, with a – they just did all a bunch of – they did a super kick, a Spanish fly, a bunch of stuff in the match. The second match was the finals of the Lions Break Crown Tournament. It was Clark Connors and Danny Limelight. Uh, Clark Connors gets the win. I don't, I don't actually remember if this was for anything. I don't remember – if this was yeah, a tournament so. or if it was a there was a title shot or something on the line, I don't remember. I don't think so. But Connors won with the Boston Crab. The third match was right. the Bullet Club. Jay White, Kenta, and the Gorillas of Destiny, Chase Owens, and Hikuliu versus David Finley, Jeff Cobb, Rocky Romero, TJ Perkins, ACH, and Carl Fredericks in a 12-man tag team elimination match. Jesus. Um, again, I hate multi-man matches, but this one was ridiculous. <laughs> uh, you could be eliminated by pinfall, submission, or being thrown over the top rope. Wow. Um, needless to say, this match was just all over the place craziness, as it would be in a 12-man elimination match. Uh, in the end, bases get the win. Finley... It was down to David Finley and uh, Kenta, and Finley won by throwing Kenta over the top rope. Wow. So, well, it kept, kept, him, kept him strong. He didn't take the pin or submission. So David Finley, Cobb, Romero, Perkins, ACH, and Carl Fredericks get the win. Uh, yeah, it kept, it, kept, it kept Kenta strong, made Finley look good. Uh, weird anticlimactic ending to like a long 12-man formation match. It ends with a, you know, <laughs> over the top rope, but Eh, I understand it. It was pretty good. Right. Pretty good. Show. Pretty good too. Sounds like a great show. Um, I'm guessing all these have been taped because a lot of these guys are in this tournament that I'm about to talk about, and I know it's going on live. So I'm assuming all these, all these uh, New Japan Strong shows have been taped. I would say that's probably pretty likely. All right, so. Here are your G130 Climax standings as of week 13. We have, I guess, show 13, night night 13, not week, night, night 13. Week, okay. Jesus. So in the A block, you have Abushi, White, and Okada, all with 12 points. Ooh. And Osprey right behind them with 10. Then you have Cobb and Tai Chi, which Tai Chi, I still can't believe he's getting such the push that he is. Cobb has made a comeback, and they both have eight. Suzuki, Ishii, and my favorite, Shingo Takagi, all have six. And then poor Takahashi, <laughs> the former junior weight champion, still has zero. Mm. Or the current junior weight champion. No, no, he lost his belt. Yeah. So... In the B block, you have Naito in the lead with 10 points, who is the champion. Right behind him is Evil and Sonata and Goto and Sack Sabre Jr., all with eight. God damn. <laughs> Sonata, Sonata, has, Sonata, like Cobb, has made a, an amazing comeback. He, he's got eight points now. Uh, then after that, you have Tanahashi, the ace, with six. He's not doing too hot. He's won three of his matches, lost three of his matches. So, Yano was six, which he's finally lost. He's finally lost three in a row, so he's back where he needs to be. 
<laughs> Juice Robinson was six, which he's lost three in a row also. He's back where he needs to be. Wow. But then you have Kenta also was six. And Kenta, you know, for being the United States or uh, number one contender for the United States title is yeah. not getting much of a push here. And then you have Yoshihashi, who I really don't like, and he's in got two points at the bottom. So those are your G1 Climax 30 standings. As of week thir- night 13, because I think there's something going on today or tomorrow. So there, are, there are 18 nights before the final, the actual G1 Climax show. So we're at 13, so we only got five nights left before we get to the finals. So, and here's what I propose. This is the last thing we'll talk about before we end this thing. I propose that we watch the G1 Climax and we do predictions on it. Deal. Do you agree with that or not? No, I'm good. Yeah, I'm I'm down. Okay, because we don't talk about New Japan enough. I figure this is their second biggest show of the year that we should go ahead and do predictions for it and Wrestle Kingdom when the Wrestle Kingdom happens. Yeah, I'm down to do predictions and then I'm down to, you know, we'll watch it and, uh, I'll live tweet about it, even though I won't have any idea what's going on. So, all right, sounds like a plan, and we'll do a punishment as well as always as we do for any predictions we do. There will be a punishment uh, added onto that. I don't know how well, we, we got Hell in a Cell before that, and who knows what got, else before we got that. Hell in a Cell coming up in two weeks. So again, we'll have another. So don't we have like don't we have like full gear or something like that coming? Yeah, up? yeah, full gear's coming as well. We've got a lot of pay-per-views coming up and a lot of predictions to do. So Halloween havoc. We'll be have ah, that's just a special. That's not. Oh, that's just a show? Yeah, it's just on NXT actually. It's just an NXT. Oh, okay. 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 Well, at least there's a we have uh, a lot of predictions to be coming. So a lot be be on the lookout for those bonus videos. And uh yeah. As always, we thank you for joining us. This one was a little different than in normal uh, video, but we had the draft, which was a special thing that we really wanted to talk about. That's we kind of pushed this back. This will be out. You're listening to this on Wednesday. Um, usually they come out Tuesday, but we pushed it back a day just to get the draft uh, all in here. Back to the normal format next week. And also next week, we'll be doing our predictions for Hell in a Cell because that is next Sunday. So all, right. all that coming. We got the video game podcast and the sports podcast coming later this week. So check them out when they drop. And for Nathan, I am Ryan, as always, reminding you to score if you can, save if you must, but always suplex when necessary. Later. <laughs>